Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Comedian's Tea Party with Sideeves. This week my guest is Amy Matthews. I say this week, I'm not really sure what week it is. It's been a couple of weeks since I've released an episode, but you know, it's been a been a mental old world. So I've just been sort of trying to sort out how to record and I've finally worked it out and now I'm pummeling through some recordings and I've got some really exciting guests lined up to do some virtual podcasts that I wouldn't normally be able to record with as well. So yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. Although many of these guests I will also record with in person if I can in the future because I, l- I like them all. So sound-wise on, on the recording of this, like, you know, we're, we're treading new grounds for me. People have done it in the past, but uh, I, I haven't. So it's been a bit of a learning curve. Basically, I, I, I sort of discovered that if I speak at the same time as the other person, which isn't good podcasting anyway, but, the, you know, even with a few seconds delay, the sound could get a little bit weird. So I sort of had to learn to deal with that. It's sort of forced me to learn a new way of uh, of uh, podcasting, and I, uh, I, I think it's quite good. I think it's come out quite well. So I hope you enjoy it. We do mention coronavirus because that is the world that we're living in at the minute. It's it's impossible for that not to come up. I say we mention it. It is a, a large portion of the podcast, but yeah, no, it's, it's it's good fun. We also managed to tackle mental health towards the end of the uh, podcast. So. If you suffer from anxiety and get worried about anything like that, listen on, because I think it's quite good. Uh, I'm also well impressed about a phrase that Amy has coined, which basically describes the social state that we're currently in, uh, social media-wise, which is very funny. Really made me laugh. I'm drinking a sleepy time tea. I can't remember exactly what it's called from uh, from Tea Pigs. And Amy supplied her own sleepy time tea from Pucker Herbs, which I am led to believe is very nice. Anyway, like I say, there's a couple of teething troubles here and there that cause the sound to sort of drop in and out when we're talking to each other. But I think it's come out uh, as well as it can do. I did ask her to record her end, but it actually recorded that sort of delayed version of my voice coming out of her computer as well. So not ideal. So I'll, I'll try and adapt that for the future, see what I can do. However, it has come out well. It's a really fun podcast. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, so how are you? I'm very well, how are you? Good, I'm great, thank you. Are you doing okay? Uh, I, yeah, I am. I'm, do, uh, I'm doing quite well. I, I'm, I'm quite well suited to doing very little. That's nice, that's I, great. Well, since I'm doing very little, I'm doing more than I ever would have, so... Yeah, that's nice though, that's yeah. fun. It's good. Do, uh, now, does this sound alright? It sounds great to me. I th- let me do, I'm going to turn it up to max anyway. Cool. Um, but yeah, I can hear you fine. Can you hear me okay? I can. Right, I mean, I have I have already started recording. I haven't done it on this, though. This is my little backup. That's a good idea. Let's start that. Yeah, it is a good... Uh, Stu Goldsmith told me about this, because uh, I recorded with him, and he said, so what did you record the backup on? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he said, yeah, you should, you should always make a backup. I was like, that, yeah, that is, is a bloody so good, good idea. So there we go. That's fine. That'll do. Great. Cool. Right. I mean, I'll be honest with you. This isn't how I start the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave some of it in. For sure. Uh, Why not? However, I do have a proper intro. Uh, so I'll do it because... Uh, because that's where we are. So, hello and welcome to the Comedian's Tea Party with Cy Deves, with me, Cy Deves, and this week, month, I don't know, this, t- today is the special guest, Amy Matthews. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. Funny times we find ourselves in, that's what we've all got to say now, isn't it, before it we really do anything. Is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're in, for anyone listening in 2039, <laughs> yeah. uh, we're in lockdown. 
Um, yeah, it's a funny, funny, weird, weird time. It is indeed. Uh, now, I've just got to double check because we are recording this uh, via Skype. Yes. On lockdown, because even though you're from down the road, you actually live in Edinburgh anyway. So I do. Yeah. Yes, and I'm currently in Glasgow, so it's Are real. You? Yeah, I'm living with my um, partner at the moment. Oh, okay. Oh, like for a lockdown. Uh, exactly. Yeah, lockdown. Yeah, reasons. yeah. Well, I, more than anything, I happened to be here when it was announced. <laughs> oh, fortunate. So, um, so now, and also like his, his flat is a lot bigger than mine and stuff. So it's, it's right. a bit more spacious, don't feel too caged. So that, whilst that is a good and everything, did you have enough stuff while you were there? Luckily, yes, because <laughs> we spent a lot of time at each other's places anyway. And he's a comedian as well. We both gig in each other's cities. Right. We have a lot of our own stuff at each premises, fortunate. if you will. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, no, it's been great on that on those terms. Actually, it's been it's um it's been fine. It's been yeah. very lucky. Yeah. Have you had to buy much stuff? What have I bought? No, I've mainly bought crisps and puzzles. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been I've become a jigsaw fiend. Yeah. I can't stop doing jigsaws. I always was. I love it. Oh, uh, but you were ahead of the curve, my oh, friend. Yeah. I was I was um, in it before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's been my main thing that's all i've really spent money on how about you how are you oh i'm good yeah i'm, I'm, I'm smashing life uh no i don't know there's not a lot to do really is there it's all right but i've done like i've decorated the bedroom painted painted my bedroom um gone and picked up a, a spade from my parents earlier today so that i can do some gardening yeah, it's good okay, that's, yeah. right. that's great the domestic dream yeah Yes, living living the dream, just staying at home all the time. It's great. It's all I ever I wanted keep, to do. I keep going in phases of being like looking for stuff to do, and then also being like. And when I say busy, I mean like you know you artificially like manufacture the feeling of being busy. So like yeah. I had couple of days where I had loads of like pre-records I had to do for stuff and um writing I had to do for something and a recording I had to do for something else and I was like oh my goodness I've suddenly got a list of stuff I need to do yeah, yeah, yeah. and structure and things that have deadlines and stuff and I was like oh my goodness this is you know I actually feel kind of like I've got a lot of stuff because it's you know the same as lots of people in creative industries and other industries are um sort of pedal to the metal with alternative stuff so it sort of all came in in one wave yeah and then after that there's a sort of lull where you're like oh jigsaw again then i guess it's like a really weird kind of it seems to be one or the other yeah so what you want to do is very much what i've done which is just you sort of you, you write the list and then you do stuff taking it off of the list really slowly slow yeah yeah oh i've done that trust me <laughs> I've done that. Yeah, make it last. Uh, I have got to check because for the listeners, in case I leave this bit in, uh, obviously we're, we're recording over the internet, which is very good. Uh, if slightly, ever so slightly unreliable, are you recording your end? I'm not, but I can do that for if you sure. Could, yeah, that'd be great. Um, absolutely. Let me just... Um, I'll, I'll splice it all together. but uh, I'll do it on voice memos and hope my, um, hope my phone holds out. It's been a real... It's been a real tool the last couple of days. Okay. Oh, dear. So, uh, lovely. It's not lovely the time stuff. for it either. I know. No. It's outrageous. I also am going to see if I can turn off all notifications. There we go. Oh. That'll stop pinging as well. Good. I just put mine on silent. Lovely. Yeah. So, it's Gorgeous. just a standard. Uh, I mean, like, I don't know what the ringtone on my phone sounds like. <laughs> it's, it's never, I've no. never had it on. Yeah. Meaning. It's it's always on vibrate, but um, yes. for for recording uh, podcasts, it is on uh, it is on silent. 
it's always such a shock as well when you hear it hear one out in the wild it's usually yeah. like a 60 year old person on a train yeah do you know what i mean and it's like it just takes you by surprise i was at work a little while ago and my colleague i was sitting next to him and i could hear the like the key sounds on his phone yeah. what's that no it's no, 2020 why are they still putting that as a feature on phones that's I don't know. It's, yeah, that is wild. That's not fun. It's ridiculous. It's like the <laughs> sort of you know the little haptic feedback that you yeah. get as well, like that. Well, just just so you can really simulate actually having buttons on a phone. Like, yeah, it's odd, isn't it? We're moving maybe forwards in technology, with... but very much staying in the past. Yeah. Well, maybe it's to do with the um, you know that they put all these features in that make it like a really addictive practice. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's yeah. Got to do with that. Maybe it's just like there's a yeah, like, could be satisfaction to makes it tactile yeah who knows so right now you because obviously i I don't want to talk too much about coronavirus because i wanted to do this podcast anyway Uh, yes but you know elephant in the room uh because you you went full-time just before this kicked off right like late last year no, I, so I have, um, I still have a sort of side hustle of administrative right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Important to have. To an end. <laughs> um, I said that, did you know what, I've said that to people, I was like, I, I went officially full time as soon as there were literally no gigs on the planet. <laughs> so, um, so, Great yeah, timing. Um, yeah, great timing on that front. Um, but no, I'm very, very fortunate to to have that as my sort of backup consistent income, which has disappeared uh, yeah. <laughs> with all the other income. So it's all uh, like, so, how, yeah. how, how are you doing? Like, you've, you've still got like recording stuff going on? and Yeah, so do you know what? I've been, I, I will keep saying this, I've been very lucky um, in that I've had lots of, I've done various live stream gigs. I've done sort of, you know, online shows that clubs have put on. And I've done, like the BBC did a um, socially distant with Susan Kalman. They did like a sort of show oh, yeah. that done from people. So, you know, I've, I've got to do, I've, I've been really lucky to have those opportunities since this has all kicked off. So, yeah, it's been, um, I've been very, very lucky on that front. So I have had, you know, the odd, the odd thing um, crop up. Yeah. So that's been and it's been really nice to have to feel like you are still doing those things and all of that is still going on Absolutely. like there's a real but to having that still bubbling away um so yeah that's been that was great and i did um uh, some various sort of radio panel bits as well so again it's just sort of keeping writing and stuff has been really helpful yeah very nice. So, like, how, how do you find those virtual gigs? Because I haven't done any yet. The ones that I've done so far have been, um, they've had, like, so the stand did, uh, they do one every Saturday, and um, theirs has a live compare. So Mark Nelson, who is just great, he um, is a live compare for the night, right. but he introduces the acts on, so to speak, but they've been pre-recorded for, from, like, a technical perspective, like, okay. to try and get, you know, 10... 15 acts all at a thing and for that all to work technically would just yeah, be stress yeah, yeah. so um what the production company have done for that is literally just get everyone to pre-record and um, whatever they want to do for sort of three to four minutes and then they get marked to sort of um compare it so that was a that was a pre-record that i sent in same with gilded balloon have done a similar thing just without the live um aspect and what was the other one that 
made me think of. Obviously, the TV thing was the same. Yeah. Most of it at the moment has been pre-record that has gone out live, if that makes sense. I think yeah. that's how like, lots of radio shows and stuff are, are doing things as well. But I've got one coming up, I think, where it will be live for 15 minutes. Yeah. And it's got me thinking, like, I... I'm going to have to rethink about what to do because I, in, and I've seen comics do this and that they're either braver than me or um, have like a different tone to what they do. I can't just do my set yeah. to a laptop for 15 minutes. Like I just can't just, it would just, it feels so alien, but also I just think for someone watching it, it's not conducive to the format. You know, I think it's going to be so much harder to actually be to be funny yeah. when you're um, sort of hoping that the you know the person watching it and you are happy to like wink wink nudge nudge imagine laughter's happening now like yeah, it's absolutely. just it's a really odd thing so I, um, i'm going to try and yeah, rejig what i'm going to do for 15 minutes and i don't know what that is yet yeah. <laughs> I no idea it's yeah cuz the very idea of it to- I, I I can't get my head around it. Like there's there's been a few opportunities for me to do it, but there's just my energy. I'm reasonably low energy anyway, but I I've always described myself as being a, a the highest energy low energy act you'll ever yeah, see. Yeah, that's a lovely way. That is a very lovely description. Oh well, thank you very much. Because uh, <laughs> it's sort of like it's you know like I'm a you know I'm an awkward person anyway, but I've got quite frenetic energy, and I very yeah. very much feed off of the audience. And yeah. just with that element gone, it's just going to be m- like, you know, we- we've all done gigs to silence. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's a different thing, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Ultimately, that leads to what is just a breakdown in front of yeah. people. And yeah. I think a breakdown on my own without any feedback for people saying afterwards, it's okay. No. But also, I do think it's asking an odd, it's asking a strange assumption from the person watching it that they need that they need an understanding of what is happening here and from from twitter and the comments you see on the live streams people watching it don't have that understanding of what of um how this is a different kettle of fish yeah. you know and like i think in order for it to be something that works in this format it requires uh, the change of format requires a change of what you're doing and it yeah. doesn't necessarily mean material it means a different way of doing that material or even like the way we've always consumed comedy online or i'm going to say this in like heavy scare quotes it's like internet comedy the whole yeah. like snackable content you know if you watch those the way they're produced and the way that the people that have been successful doing that it's the kind of quick cut um youtuber type um, yeah. So th- there's so much comedy to come from the actual editing and the way those things are sort of spliced and sliced together that to watch someone just do a set at their laptop without any response or whatever, it just feels like a mad task to give yourself or anyone else. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the most successful things that I've seen have basically taken the concepts that people talk about in their stand up and then they've created sketches from them. So like, absolutely, there's sort of a new skill there of learning to edit videos or whatever. But I think, I I think, have you seen that the stand-up sketch show? Yes, yes, yeah. I have. Yeah. So I think a lot of people, like when they're writing comedy, have an image in mind anyway. They're writing a sketch in their head to 100%. paint that picture. Yeah. 
so like right. yeah so when it comes to sort of creating a, a a video sketch from that it's it's just you know easier <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah no no you're absolutely right it's and more yeah, transferable absolutely and it does have to be something that is more visual and um more narrative based i guess yeah um but it's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's such a it's such an odd thing to have to suddenly learn how to do or to rework. And it's a great exercise in like adaptability for I mean for everyone, obviously. But oh, you know, strictly um, if we're thinking about this in terms of uh, comedically and like uh, comedic craft wise, it is it's such a to be rattled into being like, well, you can't do what you know you can do very well now. Yeah. And there will be comics as well that don't don't excel or haven't managed to break through in a live sense that will be absolutely storming online content because that's what that's where their forte is. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just it's completely recalibrated what what we're what is making people laugh. It's you know, it's such a strange thing and so many different skill sets are having to be to be learned yeah just readjust it yeah it's a it's a very bizarre time yeah. comedically performatively yeah. in general i mean like you know it's fine for playing music or whatever because you, you could just imagine the applause at the end and it's not like you can sort of expect people to sing along whilst you're exactly doing it anyway, and also, but... the thing is a song is still a song if it's played to no one yeah a joke isn't a joke without somebody laughing at it it's a sentence <laughs> yeah so um it's, I, it's I just a sad statement a lot of the time i know i know <laughs> but it's it's mad there's been an odd kind of uh i mean for the most part you know when i've done these sort of streams and stuff i went and did the stand one people have been so lovely because they've like loads of people have donated and been like thank you this is like a wonderful thing like that we'd usually do on a Saturday night that now we can do every you know that's so many people have been overwhelmingly positive I don't want that to get lost in what I'm about to say um but then there's there were so many there was one guy on Twitter that was like oh if I'd paid for that on a Saturday night at the stand I'd be very disappointed with and ask for my money back I'm like are you are you medically stupid? Like, in what world is that the same? That is such an odd, like, what an odd sort of point of comparison. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's just so, it's so bizarre, like, the sort of expectation. I I love the idea there that he's expecting that if he paid to go to the stand on a Saturday, he'd be sitting there with his laptop watching five people in their bedrooms. Precisely. And I said, like, I tweeted about this as well. I said, it is the equivalent. It's there's so many people. It's basically like saying, oh... Well, without the rest of the band and an audience and an arena and the rest of the music, Brian May sat at home on his laptop playing an acoustic guitar wasn't worth the £200 that I'd have paid to see him yeah. live. That's bonkers. Do you know what, though? It, I, would, I would use it to compare because obviously like a, a guitarist can sit down and play stuff. A singer can play, a p- pianist can play, yeah. a, even to an extent a bassist can sit there and play. Yeah. I'm a drummer, right? So if I were to sit down and say, hey, I'm going to play all these songs but didn't have the music to back it up, that is exactly what it is. That is You're a metronome now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me just... even like, Especially, imagine I was playing in Coldplay. Cats. Yeah. Cats. Yeah, oh my goodness. Do you like it, guys? Cats. 
you're absolutely right. It is exactly that. It's it's just a completely different thing. Yeah. And to go into to watch something like that with the same expectations as you would walking into a live experience is just alien to me. I just can't get into that sort of headspace. But I mean, yeah, that's just that's me ranting <laughs> more than anything. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. You know, I hate to take it away from comedy because this is a, essentially a comedy podcast, but it's also a tea <laughs> podcast. So, yes. uh, so what what is it you're drinking there? I have got a um, it's pucker nighttime tea, um, and it's lovely. It's apparently a dreamy bed of oat flower, lavender, and lime flower. V floral. Oh, that sounds uh, <laughs> that sounds really nice. It is good actually. It's very well, you know these sort of like calming teas it's one of those yeah and it's it's good it's really nice so what normally happens is and, and you'll find this out when we do this podcast again in person uh, <laughs> as is the preferred manner basically i have been sent about 450 tea bags now from different companies That's amazing. yeah it's really cool and so i, I like I, i'm always drinking brand new tea that i've not tried before uh, so I'm I'm having a tea pig's snooze sleepy tea because you were having a nighttime tea. Uh, I was like, I'll I'll have a nighttime tea yeah. as well. Oh god, my computer's just made a notification noise. That's gonna get on my vibe. That's okay. I think there's a slight. That's right. I think there's a slight um sort of not lag like a just happened, but I think it's calmed down now. Oh okay. The what I've noticed is basically if you, you and I are talking at the same time then uh, the recording of the sound is uh, is going a bit so i'm trying not to but so yeah it's a weird this is a weird vibe that's what it, it, like normally we could we could just uh, talk over each other as much as we want and uh, it, 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 people would stop listening but you know we could we've got the option to but now we're we're restricted uh, so sorry what was i saying oh so normally I'd, I'd be offering you one of the teas that i got sent which is why like everyone that i'm asking to do it in a minute you're the first uh, virtual podcast so hopefully it well, goes well thank you yeah you're welcome <laughs> Th- thank you for doing it because otherwise it's just gonna be me doing this on my own <laughs> for, for too long so yeah i obviously i can't i can't offer you uh one of my teas at the minute so you, you've got a sleepy time tea so i thought i'll do the same i'll get a sleepy tea but this actually says that it promotes healthy sleep and uh, i'm just really hoping that it's so for context this is Good Friday afternoon, and I have stuff to do this afternoon. So uh, hopefully, I don't fall asleep immediately after I've finished <laughs> drinking. Yeah, this. no. What does mine say? Yeah, mine's um, telling me that I'll have sweet dreams to follow as well. Oh, lovely! Yeah. Are you, you going to have a nap to really maximise? Do you know what the amount I slept in today? I don't think I could justify a nap, <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> we will see. That is uh, the beautiful thing about really being a comedian. Good. Sorry, I, I couldn't hear what you said then. No, not at all. I just, I, do you know what? I can't even remember. That's oh. it. That's how tired I am. Oh. oh, no. Tipping you over the edge. Just pop some caffeine in there. Uh, <laughs> do you have a favourite tea? Uh, that, hey, that's my question. Um, <laughs> I do. I do have a favourite tea and it is just, it's just a normal tea. But it is uh, Smuggler's Brew, mm. which is a Cornish tea. Uh, which is very difficult to find outside of Cornwall. But um... fair enough. I lived in Cornwall for three years, and Did I didn't you? see that drink. 
Yeah. You you never saw it while you're down there. You you really missed no. out. I mm. right. I'm just trying to think. Like once this is all over, I'll, I'll get you to come and record a podcast at my house next time you're down this way. Yeah. And uh, my fiance bought me 1,100 tea bags of uh, of Smuggler's Brew tea, so you can have some. Wow. Yeah. That's very kind. Fill, Thank you. Fill your boots. It's great. <laughs> no, it's just like it's just a normal average tea, but it's just. A little bit nicer it, it tastes a bit like yorkshire tea but a slightly more floral but without being flowery nice mm, yeah oh i love that love love a good tea yeah it's really good what's your go-to tea do you have a favorite tea i so i do i love earl grey yeah um i really love an earl grey particularly with lemon in um i actually my sort of comfort tea is lapsang Oh, okay. Yeah, Not... smoky. Obviously, most people hate it. And when I bought it, when I lived back home, my mum used to keep it in its special, its own special cupboard because she couldn't bear the fact that every time she opened the cupboard, it smelled like bonfire smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it got sort of quarantined to its own um, little bit of the kitchen. Did but she ever I th- consider I think... getting a jar? Well... <laughs> Uh, who's to say? Um, I just I think she liked the drama of banishing it yeah. um, to a different cupboard. I like but it. it's um, I love it. I think it's so nice. But I think also what helps is you know like when you smell a smell of something like in your childhood or whatever. It's like such a kind of yeah. vivid transportation thing. I had my first lapsang in. I was visiting one of my best friends in. I just um, learned Bristol. to walk. <laughs> Just, I just learned to walk straight on the lap side. Um, yeah, no, I was, I was visiting. I was visiting one of my best friends in Bristol because he was at uni there at the time, and um, I think I just got there and we went to his friend's flat. And uh, he had lapsang on the side. And I was like, oh, that smells really great. I was like, can I have some of that? And I had that. And I just remember, I think I've got such a vivid kind of connection to it being like, it was like a little break from uni work. I was with like my best friend. It was like a beautiful, like Bristol flat. I was really calm. And, really, and I genuinely think like I associate, when I, when I drink that, I feel so much like calmer. It's like completely resetting. Yeah, and yeah. I think it is that link oh, okay yeah. yeah that's so that's my i think that's my go-to like calming tea but i do just i'm the same as you i do like just the straightforward you know english breakfast vibe yeah do you do you have milk so in normal t- in english breakfast tea i would in earl grey i do it if i fancy it i have to really be in the mood to put milk in an earl grey okay um but uh, particularly because i really like earl grey with milk and vanilla syrup, mm. a kind of like London fog kind of drink. Okay. Um, I love that. But generally speaking, I would only really put it consistently in breakfast tea. Everything else, I think, without. Yeah, fair enough. Nice. Yeah. Like all of the sort of the herbal teas that have been sent in that largely without milk, unless they recommend that you put milk in. Mm. I've I've only ever had Earl Grey once and I did put milk in it because that I wasn't told that it was Earl Grey until <laughs> until I've made it. So <laughs> That's a shame. But yeah, no, I think I think it can be really nice. Like I say, particularly with vanilla syrup and um like a sprinkle of cinnamon on the top. That's like a London fog. Ooh. It's very, very good. Um but if it's not that, if it's without the milk, with a little slice of lemon, perfect. I shall try that. It sounds good. It's very good. Very comforting. Nice. I'm a big chai tea fan as well, I should say that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, big chai fan. I've never had it. My <gasps> Yeah, my, my fiancé got some once and said, try this, you'd like it. And she was right, I did. But uh, I've never I've never <laughs> got more. Oh, well, maybe that's next birthday. You'll get 1,100 chai tea bags. 
That would be too many chai tea bags. Because <laughs> yeah. they, they have an expiry date. <laughs> and that would involve... Yeah. Yeah, no. all, all, all tea does. That feels like something you'd find in a... You know, when they find, like, Egyptian honey that's yeah. been, like, a pyramid for millennia. That feels like you'd, that should happen with tea. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think. But, uh, no, it's actually... Um, it's not that It's not that long. Like for, so, 1,100 tea bags I've got, and I think the expiry date is June next year. Crikey. So I've got to drink a lot of tea. <laughs> no, two years, I think, because it worked out that I've got to have, like, one and a bit a day. Or something. I believe in you. Yeah, I could do it. It's fine. You can do it. <laughs> you can do it. That's good. That's such a great present. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool. Um, it's well... my partner's birthday on Sunday, and obviously I have no money yeah, yeah, <laughs> at yeah. all, and we can't do anything. So I've had to be very inventive about what to get him. Um, and I was going to take him to an escape room for his birthday. Uh-huh. So I'm going to ta- I'm going to convert the lounge into an escape room. That's amazing. Yeah. I've honestly, I'm going to say it, it's so, I haven't done it yet, but it's so good. (laughs) I spent so long yesterday forming these puzzles and like where I'm going to hide stuff and what's going to go where. And I I took the rest of the day off. I was (laughs) so impressed. Um, I'll get back to you on how it actually goes in practice, but in theory, it's fantastic. (laughs) Oh man, that's incredible. I only did my first escape room. Oh, how long ago? Uh, what month is it now? <laughs> oh, who's to say? I think it's April. There we go. Yeah, it's April. Yeah, it's April. So I did my first one two months ago. Yeah. Um, Me, similar actually as well. But I basically, we absolutely smashed the pants off of that. And then two or three weeks later, we did another one. And basically, it turns out I'm very good at escape rooms. Me too, and it's fantastic. It's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, We did our first one. We were both gigging in Dublin, and, well, you know what it's like when you're somewhere else in a city far away and you've got to amuse yourself for the day. Uh, We did um, two escape rooms. um, In one day? No, not in one day. I think we went back and... Yeah, we went back and did another one. Oh, cool. we We did a witch's... Um, like Woodland Hideout, that was really cool. And then we did a Sherlock Holmes one, and they were great. They were so fun. Oh, sweet! That sounds amazing. Very good. But yeah, this one's got no theme. The theme is lockdown. <laughs> yeah, the, the theme is. Do you remember outside? <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, the idea is that they have to break out of the flat. But when I say break out of the flat, I mean stand on the doorstep and then go straight back in. <laughs> um, go go yeah, and sniff the garden. For sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but nice. yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, what cool present? My uh, so my fiance often sets up like little. Did you ever see on my Instagram story that she'd hidden like five Star Wars chocolates around my house? No, that's great though. Yeah, and she gave me like a, a certain period of time to find it. Otherwise, she was gonna kill. She got a an aerial like mermaid, little mermaid doll. And then put the like the, the the buns on the side of the head to make it Princess Leia. That's fantastic. Yeah. So great. Oh, I love stuff like that. I yeah. honestly do. Uh, inventive, um, inventive home games are good. I've been given a hard time though um, because I don't, as a rule of thumb, and you'll have to bear with me with this. I I don't like games, so I'm because I don't because there are <laughs> because there are no stakes. 
and it doesn't matter. I, I'm, I find it so hard to get invested in them, which um, really frustrates a lot of they're, the people. They're like absolutely them. stakes. What are you talking <laughs> about? The stakes are being better than everybody else. Yeah, but I can find different ways to do that in comp. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like to be better in every way so <laughs> but no I just the actually one game that I've played during this lockdown that I have enjoyed and I'll explain why is started playing Dungeons and Dragons with my partner and his flatmates okay and I love it because it's like narrative based and it's creative sure. and you're creating a world and I love all that that's brilliant and you can get into character um, and it's less about kind of winning and more about cooperation and storytelling so i can get on board with that that's good yeah i i, I really like winning so <laughs> the thing is i think my biggest problem is i'm one of those people that's so competitive unless i think i can absolutely win i don't want to bother yeah no i know what you mean but like i'm, I'm actually here's the thing there's two things about me uh related to games number one i'm not fun when i play games <laughs> So I, I am very competitive, but okay. also if somebody has bested me in uh, in a manner that I can accept, then absolutely fine. Like I, I I'm, I'm quite a good loser. Many people would disagree. The only times that I'm ever a bad loser is when someone has cheated or won yeah. unfairly in some way, or like if it's if it's like their game. And they're answering questions about them that they know the answer to. Like, you know, it's impossible to win. And that I'll find that frustrating. Or if I'm playing a computer game against someone and they they know all the cheat codes and they just do it. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's not winning fairly. Be a, no, be a was, decent there person. Was there was controversy here <clears throat> when we did, uh, we did a kind of charades game. And my partner, Stuart, him and his friend, Ben, who have, they've known each other since they were like eight, I think. And they were doing like in jokes and it was uh, shit hit the fan. <laughs> I was furious. I was like, you can't do that. That's poor form. That's it also sounds poor. a little mind numbing for you. Absolutely. Like, who is that for? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, not cool. So no, I absolutely, I can totally understand that. So it, it, in jokes should be for the group or clique that you're in, not for two out of three of a party. That's not <laughs> quite right. Yeah, for sure. That is no, very, look, I know. Right. I know we're in isolation, but you're really in isolation. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. No, I wasn't having any of that. That was not good. No. Not good at all. <laughs> I was going to say, how have you been, sort of keeping yourself amused? Oh. oh. I'm really good company, so... Lovely. <laughs> yeah. I'm just having a great time. I, I, I've i annoyed my uh, my other half a lot. Wonderful. Yeah, not intentionally, but it's just sort of... It's, it's fine. It's a it's a byproduct of, uh, yeah. of just being me. But I've come to accept... I'm quite annoying. <laughs> that, that's, it's okay. I've been, I've been really irritating, Stuart, because I am quite sort of low-key all day. And then the 40 minutes that we've got between like us sort of getting into bed and then us falling asleep, I'm like a terrier. 
and I just I've got all the energy that I've been conserving all day just erupts and I'm an absolute nuisance yeah uh, so yeah that's that's been grating I think but yeah. <laughs> apart from that it's been all right it's been okay I am um, I'm very productive at night that's the thing yeah. like I've sort of I've had to learn to do stuff during the day but I'm I just I do a lot like I write at night I email at night I'll edit podcasts at night so like generally when has gone to bed I'll just go ah, and start going mad yeah. and start doing everything I get that though because I think it's a psychological thing of being like well the rest of the world is sleeping now yeah so there are no distractions for me I can do this privately and without interruption do you know what I mean even though most of the time the interruption is yourself yeah, yeah I yeah. think like psychologically there's something really beneficial about being well no one else is up yet and you know everyone's asleep this is well, my time. What I need to do. Yeah, this is me time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. I've uh, I've started running again. Not. I, I used to run. I used to run loads. And then just the uh, the last race that I did. Basically, I had a couple of surgeries on my eye. Oh, okay. And then like I, I'd had this race booked in for ages, and just at the point where I was recovering. I felt pressure in my eye when I was doing stuff. So I couldn't like, I couldn't train or anything. I had a, a obstacle course race that I was doing. So like I couldn't train, I, I didn't know what to do. So I just, I couldn't do anything for ages. And then I was well enough to start running about two months before the race. And I was like, I was, I was pretty fit going into it. Yeah. Uh, like I'm, 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 I think I'm all right now. So I started running again and then like doing sort of other workouts and that. And I got to quite a good place. And then about a week and a half before the race, I got a cold. So like just uh, when I was, I was ramping it up and I was like, I'm going to get like, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm having to squeeze a lot of training into a short amount of time. And I was ramping yeah. it up near the end. And I was like, I've got just enough time to get better and I could do this and then blah, blah, blah. And then, yeah, I got cold, which just put me completely out for the count. So oh, that's gutting. I was sort of okay about four days before the race. So I started, I was running and then like I was just coughing loads of stuff up while I was running because I was still like, I wasn't well enough, but I was running anyway. And then on the race day, I nearly passed out about half a kilometre into it. Just had oh. to sit on it. So my mate that I was doing it with was like, again, he's quite competitive and he wanted to get a really good time. And I was just like, I'm so sorry, man. Like I've, I've messed it up. And he's like, no, no, let's just, let's just get to the end. And he's really oh. cool about it. But <laughs> yeah. But after a little while, I got my second wind and I, I smashed through it. But uh, That's great. Oh, if that was a YouTube video, that'd make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of thing I watch to um, let some emotions out. Yeah, you're gonna cry after this. <laughs> Just go yeah, think about for it. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I'll go back in and be like, "What are you crying about?" I'll be like, "Oh my goodness, I've heard the most touching story about Sai's friend." <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so I've started running again. Just so Great. basically after that race that's why i started telling that story after that race i was like oh, i'm just gonna take a little break because i was i was still pretty sort of wrecked and that was j just over two years ago so like i didn't it's a long yeah. break mm. but i thought right i've got nothing else going on i'm gonna start running again so great yeah anything else i don't think so i just sort of uh, uh, i spread out what i have to do in the day so like I'll, I'll do a little bit of housework a little bit of diy and then eat lunch and then sit around for a bit and then go i'm gonna go for a run and then yeah come back. that's great yeah. the only exercise i really enjoy like really properly enjoy and i'm good at in any way is swimming oh, okay. and that is just no go <laughs> So, yeah just doing uh, laps so and I, bath I, yeah i have missed that i'll be honest but yeah that's a that's a shame yeah. what what have you been doing to keep yourself busy um so P i've been puzzles mainly jigsaws and puzzles i've also been obviously designing escape rooms um i've been such I've a been big a, fan i know 
<laughs> um, I've been, it's really silly, but I've been sort of doing these little cartoons um, yeah. that I've post thing that people seem to quite like. So I love them. Like, oh, thank you. But yes, yeah, so it's just, it just sort of gave me another little outlet sort of thing to do that when, just when I fancy it, I'll, I'll, pop, I'll make one of those. So that's yeah. nice. What else have I been doing? And uh, just for, for the listeners, that is on your Instagram stories. Um, yeah. And you've created like a, a thing with all of them on there. So yeah, what's I your... don't know what they're called, but they're, um, they're, you know, when you go onto someone's profile and they've got like a sort of collections of Yeah, of like stories. a saved story yeah. thing. Yeah, it's um, it's Amy F. Matthews, yeah. my thing. Cool. So, yeah. so I'll do plugs and put it all in the description oh, anyway. But Lovely. Just for the sake um, of it, go and, go and check those out because they are genuinely uh, just a, a little bit of joy in the days oh, when, when she does that's very it. nice they're very silly um and but what else have i been doing i i really wanted to bake bread and then i went to the shops and forgot that everyone got the baking memo about a month ago yeah and been absolutely rinsed so i've um been unable to do that but what else but i've been trying to um catch up with people and um sort of facetime pals and stuff so that's been really nice yeah um, that has been really, really good. Have you sort of done this sort of online socialising? A little bit, uh, not a lot. I'd like to do more of it because, I mean, even this, like chatting now, I'm happy, it's, it's lovely. Talk to people that so I've not nice. spoken to in yeah, a <laughs> I love it. It's lovely. It's yeah. really, really great. It's, it's good to talk to other people. I don't, I don't want to speak for everyone because I'm sure we're all having a lovely time with our partners, <laughs> but it's nice <laughs> to talk to other people, isn't it? <laughs> for sure. Do you know what as well I think is really lovely? Is It's not necessarily just just the people that you speak to who are like, you know, your best pals or your, your group of friends from home or whatever. I think what's the aspect that I've missed most in comedy has been like the green room, to be honest, like actually having yeah. that kind of social aspect of people that you really like who you don't get to see all the time or you wouldn't necessarily hang out with them for a weekend but you really like their company do you know what I mean like the yeah, people yeah, yeah. who the people at school who you knew once you'd left you probably wouldn't see again but you really like them yeah absolutely do you know what I mean so I feel like I I really love the fact that things like like well this exactly so podcasts and people that have done like um sort of online games and quizzes and all sorts. Yeah. It's been a really nice way to keep in contact and touch with those people who you wouldn't necessarily be like, oh, do you want to have a chat? Um, yeah. It, it feel a bit unusual to do that, but it allows you to have that kind of um, connection with them and that interaction with them in the same way as you would in real life when they just sort of fleet in and out. In the, I, I love, that's been really, really great. That's been really nice. Yeah, that is cool. I'm also sort of I actually quite admire a lot of people because obviously there's a lot of sort of online gigs starting and you know a lot of sort of chat about that and and there's obviously the difficult nature to them so a lot of people have been avoiding them myself included not avoiding them per se just kind of you know it's got to be absolutely yeah yeah so like it's been quite cool because everything else that has existed like every, every like restaurant little restaurants and that have all started delivering stuff and like everyone's adapted really really quickly and like comedy adapted quickly in that they went let's do live gigs and then worked out a way to do that on sort of twitch or zoom or whatever uh yeah but i think a lot of people are it's it's like everyone everyone adapted and then continued to run but comedy adapted and sort of wheel spun for a little bit do you know what i mean kind with a lot of these uh like online gigs are they're all well and good but they're not perfect so i think it's getting traction now 
of people creating content like of uh, videos and podcasts a lot of people are doing podcasts because they're fairly Definitely. straightforward uh and sketch videos and stuff like that and it's really cool and, and 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 people are getting on board now and like a lot of people are doing um live stream just conversations like but like things Everything. like this but and it's yeah it's cool it's cool to see like the yeah, comedy so, world's caught up with itself i think definitely and there's a sort of symbiotic relationship between the amount of content going out and the people watching it as well and that obviously in if everything was normal outside and the amount of stuff being put out online was happening it would all be white noise and all be too much but because everybody's got I, that's that's not true because a lot of people have got time on their hands now <clears throat> it's sort of come at a really nice so everyone's looking at ways to entertain themselves at the same time as everyone is putting out more content. Yeah. So like I've listened to so many podcasts and, you know, so many, so much more than I usually would engage with online because I can, because yeah. I've got all that time. So there's a really nice kind of symbiosis there in, in that, you know, it's, it's sort of a mutually beneficial format change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah, well, that's the yeah. thing. Like, kind of with with your experience with the uh, with the knobhead on Twitter, uh, like he doesn't get it. Like he's yeah. he's expected to watch people sitting in their bedrooms and going, "Well, why wasn't this as exciting as a as a room of four hundred people all laughing together?" Yeah. Um, so yeah, like he doesn't get it, but a lot of people do, and they're now appreciating the different content that people are putting out. Exactly. So. Yeah, it's cool. It's yeah, an exciting it's, time to be It's really nice. It is. And do you know what? For We're so lucky that it is in such a, like, technological age. I know that's such a oh, boring, yeah. like, middle-aged thing to say, but, like, it is such a... Like, if it was going to happen at any time, like, thank goodness we can all still talk to each other. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, so that's great. And share it's content really and moments and... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's No, it's really, really, really good. And through, through so many different things as well not just like the various different social medias but like the fact that you can go onto twitch or whatever now and see like my friend uh liam with nail does like a morning crossword every day <laughs> so you could do, it's really really lovely and it's such a nice thing to do like as a group yeah and or then you can go on to you know i personally haven't gone down the tiktok route or anything yet but there are so many different ways to engage with people it isn't just scrolling do you know what i mean yeah. there's, there's so many different things um which is great really really good because there's been like a lot of those uh and many of them are fucking stupid and pointless uh <laughs> there's a lot of those sort of riddles and stuff going about mm. which is like it's it's really annoying largely but then some of them everyone, are great everyone has gone boomer facebook <laughs> yeah. everyone, so everyone's like oh here's like the 30 countries i've been to can you list them yeah. and like that used to be reserved for everyone's you know oh boomer facebook is such a but funny no. phrase <laughs> <laughs> but it's true and like everyone's the way people are using social media has gone completely like you know wine mom yeah 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 doing it <laughs> so um, but I love it. It's great. It's very funny. That's and the whole, like, funny. I'll tag me in this and then I'll tag people. It's just like, with it, it's just sort of regressed. It's wonderful. It's really, yeah. really funny. <laughs> it's like there's been a, a lot of comedians sharing sort of various memes and stuff saying, oh, do you, do you remember, like, two months ago when we said YouTubers were awful? <laughs> just like, oh, I want to do that yeah. now, actually. I know. Well, John Robbins said something about that on the B their BBC Live podcast. He yeah. said, like, that YouTubers are looking at comics now 
the way that comics looked at YouTubers, like, trying to be funny before. Yeah. And, like, that is so true. <laughs> like, it's like how the, how the winds have changed. Yeah, trying to work out how it works exactly. Yeah, sort of, absolutely. I sort of get it. At the same time, though, as much as... Uh... As much as everything's sort of progressing and it's cool and everyone's adapting, my word, I cannot wait for it to go back to normal. Oh yeah, no, me neither. I, don't get me wrong. So I just before all this kicked off, I had a two-week run of gigs where I just had the most awful audience members that had all found their way to my gigs, yeah. and it was always, it, it was, it tended to be an audience of lovely people and then one or two awful 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 human beings yeah that man from twitter um, like, like, like him so yeah they found a way um but no there's there was like <laughs> nature there was like finds a, a way day, yeah there was like a three-day period where cumulatively i think six people had been chucked out of the venue whilst i was on stage across like several gigs and i was just like oh you know when you're really at the end of your tether it just happens sometimes you have a run of gigs where you're like i hate people yeah yeah like you know, like people are the worst people that come to weekend comedy are the worst people um, and then you you know you have another run where you're like oh my goodness this is lovely I get to interact <laughs> with all these strangers every week this is wholesome and beautiful but I was having a real run of like oh my goodness I hate people and I hate people on cocaine yeah. and uh, so I was like actually the first couple of weeks I'm like this is not having to interact with those people at the moment is gorgeous <laughs> like yeah. really Lovely. And I'm sure I'll eventually miss that. But at the moment, it is quite nice not to have to speak to speak to those. But oh, then again, so they do find me on Twitter. So. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're still out there. They're just, they're, they're, I mean, largely, um, they're only just discovering what the internet is because they've only just moved on from that's fire. True. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. Yeah. So, no, it's, but um, yes, I too, I'm looking forward to getting back to normal. When that will be, who knows? Yeah. Um, were you planning on going to the Fringe this year? No. Uh, no, so I I bought a house last year, which which Congrats. Sort of, oh, thank you very much. Which, the millennial dream. Yeah, which basically put me out of action for last year anyway, and mm. well, also there was like confusion because I didn't know when I was moving and so sort of, we were waiting for it, and I was waiting for some appointments because of like I had to get another surgery in my eye, so it's all just like everything's up in the air, so it, was, it just wasn't worth it. And then this year, so I'm still paying for stuff for the house, obviously because that hasn't changed. And uh, I also got engaged, so saving for a wedding yeah. and paying for stuff. So, yeah, it's it's really cool. It's really exciting times. However, um, the fringe has taken a back seat. Yeah. But that's, yeah. do you know what? That's fine, because I wrote a show for last year and then didn't manage to take it there. Um, and I wrote a show for the year before, and I, no, for two years before, and I did take it there, but then not properly. So I wanted to go properly the year before. And like... Just sort of one thing after another. Um, yeah. So I've basically got to this year and I worked so hard writing a show for last year that didn't end up happening that mm. this year I've gone, oh, sod it, I can't be bothered. And now as it happens, the whole thing's falling apart anyway. So Yeah, happy yeah. days. Yeah. Not happy no, days. <laughs> not happy, day. no, happy days for me, no. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I was just, I was intrigued to, to see what that situation was for you, but yeah. that's good. Were you taking, uh, was it going to be your debut hour? No, I'm doing my debut hour next year. Okay. Um, so I'm being, I'm sort of being quite strategic about it. And I said, yeah, I wanted to do it the year after. Yeah. Um, but it's, yeah. I mean, I, I'm lucky in the sense that because I live in Edinburgh, I haven't, you know, spent 
a grand and a half on a flat with Airbnb that I'm not getting back and all of that stuff. So really, I am just waiting on the cancellation fee. I, I'm, I, they're refunding people, which is good. Yeah. Um, so waiting on getting that back. The only thing is, is unlike lots of comics who come up from London, for Scottish comedians who don't have to pay for accommodation, and um, I'm with Monkey Barrel for Fringe, nice. they and they have an incredible deal for acts. Like it's basically, you know, the only venue at the moment where you can like you're guaranteed to make some money, and it, it means that actually one of my main money earning things for the year has just been pulled because <laughs> um, yeah. it's where so many people, you know, like I say, particularly I'm very fortunate with the, with the venue that I'm with and I'm very fortunate that I live in town. Um, unlike lots of people, it's a big money maker for me for the year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so that's annoying, but it's also going to be the same for lots of other people. Um, and uh, yeah, so I don't know what, what will happen on that front um and all what august will look like i don't know whether it's going to be a kind of unofficial fringe i don't know whether it's going to be you know like a month where lots of shows are happening yeah. um not under the guise of um the fringe itself i honestly have no idea and it's it's long enough away where there is just such uncertainty around it that no one knows what's going on but yeah. um everyone's in the same boat I mean, do you think that, because a lot of people obviously tour off the back of Edinburgh, so there's going to be less tours. Yeah, there's going to be less tours and there's going to be, I don't know, it's it's going to be really, I think the most interesting bit will actually be next year's Fringe. Yeah. And to see whether it, you know, doubles the amount of stuff that's on or whether it means like, I don't know, because... Because even down to like, I was going to say like, oh, well, maybe I'll just go straight to touring something. But the thing is, it, it just won't have been workshopped. Like, that's yeah. the main thing. So people start writing their shows in January and they workshop that material and those previews until July. And like that will just simply has not existed. So um, I honestly don't know. And like, this is the weird thing is that it's gonna be the same for everyone everywhere, no matter what job you are and whatever you do. But thinking of it purely in terms of comedy, it will be so interesting to see what the aftermath is beyond like when lockdown is lifted. Yeah. Because people will not suddenly, like all the comedy clubs across the country won't magically reopen and go on as like business as usual. There'll be a transition period and that transition period might be a month or it could be a year. It could be longer. You know, I just, nobody knows what that landscape looks like. I think that there's likely to be like a huge, huge surge to start with. And sort of all of the dregs are going to come out. And like, I mean, like everyone is going to go out and get pissed surely like everyone's just gonna go and see their friends and like you know probably not hug each other but yeah. nod, nod from across the bar uh <laughs> drink yeah. loads and then like kind of but with that i think comedy is going to be really busy for a little while uh and then after a, i don't know it's either that and then it will sort of die out to sort of oh no we, we probably should stay quiet for a little while 
so there'll be like a huge spike and then nothing or it'll be slowly building which which i think is also likely yeah but also i think what's going to be really interesting is there will be such a stark split between people being the most well off they've ever been in their life and people that have been the most worst off they've ever been in their life Mm. in the sense that this these few months for you know people that are self-employed and uh, comics as obviously that's the what we're sort of focused on here yeah. won't have earned money for months right so they're all going to be absolutely strapped for cash no you know and even like the, the sort of behavioral economics the sort of wealth effect thing of being like i don't feel wealthy i don't feel like i can spend money because that's what my mindset's been for so yeah. long that takes so long to shift and to shape. And then on the flip side, you'll have loads of people in reasonably well-paid jobs who are just working from home that aren't spending all the money they would normally be spending socialising, who will have more money than they've probably ever had. Yeah. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that, that dichotomy plays out, you know, because there will be people that, as much as they want to go out and go mental for a month, physically will not have the means to and then there'll be a whole other group of people who are being like oh my goodness i'm gonna go on that cruise that i've wanted to go on because i've got all this money now it's gonna be such a sort of down the middle split yeah yeah but it'll be interesting i don't know none of us do that's the that's the weird bit (laughs) well that's the thing about it as well it's like obviously when it was all starting off everyone's saying yeah but like kind of we want to do this and we want to do that and it's like well you don't know what you want to do because none of us know what we want to do because this isn't normal this isn't anything that we've ever experienced before certainly on this scale we'll probably never experience anything like it again no so there's no point sort of preparing for the next time it happens because it it probably won't in that well i mean it might and if it does it's going to be a different like landscape for so yeah. many reasons, you know, it's, it's never going to be the same thing twice. But yeah, that is obviously that's the aspect that lots of people are struggling with sort of mentally or emotionally is that and practically is that there's not a there's not an end date. Um, yeah. And there's not a sort of even an indication of time period. You can't even look at the way other countries have played out because every country has played it so differently. Yeah. Um, that's it can be a source of real anxiety that and um and not to invalidate that for anyone but it can also be the blessing of it i think i think there's something it can be freeing to know that we don't have the answer so yeah you literally have no choice except to take it day by day and and whatever practical precautions you've got to put in place for and th- this is a sort of like you know capital F future yeah. you know you, obviously you do but you you just can't prepare that and that is the the long and short of it that's it yeah but I it, mean, it's, it's such a strange thing yeah like it's both both myself and uh my fiance are both quite anxious people anyway just yeah. just, as, just as human beings so I yeah think, like <laughs> we're, we're in this constant state of uh like panic and worry and just like not knowing what's going to happen and now this has happened we're going cool okay like sure it's yeah. you know life is continuing yes yeah, weird yeah. it's different but whatever like because that's sure. just how we live anyway so I, I think that's why i'm surprisingly calm during the whole thing because yeah you don't know what's yeah. going to happen but i never did so <laughs> you know. no, absolutely right and do you know what before this as well like i was really struggling with burnout like i was right making myself ill with the amount that I was doing and the amount of you know 
traveling and life juggling and late nights and early morning, all of that kind yeah. of stuff. I've tried to be like, I've been given this this period where nothing's happening that six months ago I'd have said I would give anything. For that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, in slightly different circumstances would be preferable. But, you know, I was like, I was fully resigned to the fact that like, we don't, as adults, that I don't know, we, we don't have the whole six weeks holiday that we were all acclimatized <laughs> to, you know, school kids where you're like, Oh, yeah, but if I can get through all of that, at least I've got a really long break. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We d- just doesn't happen anymore. And the the fact that we've been given that in a really unfortunate and awful, that's not to take away from the fact that this is a crisis and, you know, it's, it's dreadful and a disaster. Oh, it's ruined but, many lives. Absolutely. But if, you know, for as long as it, you know, for as long as your own situation can, you can find benefits in it, um, I don't think it's crass to find benefits in it you know i think i think that's actually a healthy thing to do um which yeah i've been trying to sort of stick to and be like actually this is an opportunity i've i've got that i never in a million years thought i'd have to actually take the take my foot off the pedal a little bit yeah you know that's it i think like for a lot sorry and i was gonna say i think for a lot of people that have always said like oh i just i've always wanted to write that book or write that screenplay and i've just not had the time like this is it this is the time yeah yeah for sure and also but also i think there's um there's i've seen a lot of i mean lots of people have posted stuff about this as well there's also absolutely no shame in not doing that as well do you yeah. know what i mean like and, and yes you have been given that opportunity and if, if that is genuinely something that you're like oh my goodness i've always wanted this amount of time absolutely do it go for it if you never had any intention of writing a novel or producing x y and z don't think oh well i should probably be doing that because that's <laughs> that's madness you yeah. know i just think it's, it's much nicer to, to be like day by day what will I do with this day? And if you get to lunchtime and nothing's happened and you're sort of weirdly forcing yourself in the back of your head to be like, I need to do something to make this day worthwhile, I think you could just write it off. There's something so nice about just yeah. writing it off. Well, I've sort of divided things into, so like I'll make a, a daily list of like what I want to sort of get done or not get done that yeah. day. And then I've also got like a, a list where I've been like, well, this stuff is like bubbling away. So like, if I've got spare time and I want to do something, let's look at what's on that list. But it's not a list of stuff that needs to be done. You yeah. know, it's stuff that is that are projects or ideas to work on. There's no urgency involved in them. But I think it's quite useful to divvy up you know your to-do lists heavy scare quotes into those kind of things you know stuff that you quite might quite like to do or something that just doesn't have any time stamp on it yeah and then stuff that you might want to do today yeah. you know and i think that's that's just so much easier to cope with yeah absolutely i mean i, I don't know about you uh, or anybody else but certainly the way my brain works is there's like a million messages running for it at a time and just to be able to write all of those things down individually yeah. Even if some of them are complete nonsense, then you could write them down and that's out of your head. And then you just get a clearer picture of sort of what you want to be doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if it's not in your head, it's not rattling around in there. Do you know what I mean? It it occupies a different space and it's an external space on a page that you can, you know, work with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So much easier. Yeah. No, I am exactly the same. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. 
good. So we've tackled mental health. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the podcast checklist. Yes. Uh, you're welcome, everybody. Uh, sometimes I do <laughs> actually write. I mean, let's have a look because I've got some tea emergency questions. Uh, oh, I love it. Do you do you dunk biscuits? Are you a biscuit dunker? Only in breakfast tea and only if it's got structural integrity. Cool. So what is your biscuit of choice? Hobnob. Ah, and you think that's got structural yeah. integrity? Oh, we'll try yeah. that word again. Structural <laughs> integrity. I do, because I think they've got a... Obviously, you're not you're not leaving it in there to bathe. It's a dunk, and then it comes out, and it's. I think it's got a really satisfying granolary texture when yeah. when it's when it's in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll allow that. But but see, my dunk is dunk it long enough to absorb some liquid. But I find with hobnobs, as soon as they have absorbed some liquid, they do go a little bit floppy. A little. Yeah, I guess so. I think I do, I'm a I'm a brief dunker. I think yeah. that's what we've learned. So I'm you a, want the flavour of yeah. So you want the flavour of tea briefly on the, but you don't want the, you don't want the biscuit soaked, but you want it touched. Absolutely. I will also go for um, I quite like a Kit Kat chunky in tandem with my tea. So there might not be any literal dunking, but there's a sort of combo in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were many ways I saw that comment going. That was that was not that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> Good grief! Uh, I, I think I've seen that video. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm better than that. And right now, how how do you make your tea? What's the so order? I tea bag in the cup whilst the kettle's boiling. Yeah. Kettle kettle onto cup water from kettle um onto into the tea bag let that brew for a bit then add milk yeah splash i like a very strong tea i okay. like it to be earthy a splash of milk and then leave it again give it some some twirling and then really i i am a compulsive tea bag presser on the side yeah like sort of um what they called bellows bellows yeah like what you sort of pump fire with i do that with um the tea bag right okay. and the spoon yeah no that, i mean um, that is, that is yeah. bellows i knew that i just i couldn't see where you were going with it so uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so that kind of motion but with with the spoon and the tea bag um, and i i am a two tea bag kind of kind of person good grief how do you have yeah i do i just love a really strong tea my word that's yeah. uh, well fair enough. I mean, that's so two tea bags and like the tiniest bit of milk. Yeah, I yeah I yeah. Obviously, I want it to I want it to look like tea and not dirty, like dirty reddish brown. Yeah. But I I like to yeah I just like it to taste really strong. Have you ever considered getting stronger tea bags? I have, but where's the fun in that? <laughs> Um, I like the decadence of two tea bags. Yeah, fair enough. That is uh, what, now. What is your tea bag of choice? Up here, it's probably there's a. I think it's called. I think it's just called Scottish tea. I don't know. Okay. I think it's that. Yeah, but that's pretty decent to be fair. Um, but yeah, that's quite nice. I'm trying to think if if there's anything else. Yeah, I'm gonna settle on that. That's that's always a good cup of tea. I think it's called just. I think they're just called Scottish tea bags. <laughs> nice. I, I'm gonna have to look yeah. into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, maybe you'll get through your um, Cornish stash a bit quicker if you put two in at a time. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would do. That is 
That is how yeah. science works. Or how maths works. Yes, maths, yeah. science, it's all, it's all I'd... the same. Maths is a science. <laughs> yeah, I'd recommend that. Cool. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Uh, like speaking of stronger tea bags, because Abigail Shimon uh, on mm. her episode, she was talking about some. It was called Morning Thunder from a company called Celestial Seasonings, and they're just in America. It's the only place you can get it. She was talking about it, and it was like, "Oh, I'm going over to America soon. I'm going to get you some." And then I did her gig in London, and she turned mm. around. And she went, "By the way, here's that tea. Got me a box oh. of tea." Right now, the basically the the reason she brought it up is because it's just dangerously strong. She recommended that you never have it beyond uh, one p.m. because it's really? it's just so strong. And I had it in a podcast with uh, Kieran Boyd. And, uh, and we, well, we both had it. And at one point, I think I changed colour. And uh, <laughs> I was shaking and all sorts. Like, there's so much sort of caffeine and mate in it. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And it was just, it was so strong. It's really nice. But, yeah, you can't, she, she said, oh, you can't have more than one tea in a day. And she was right. Yeah, that was... It's really dangerous. Oh, I hate because I hate co- I hate coffee jitters as well. Like you know when you have a coffee and you haven't eaten anything. I don't. I don't drink coffee. Kind of, oh, there's a horrible hollow, shaky feeling. This it feels like stage fright. It's so odd. Yeah, it sounds um, like what you get from this tea. Yeah, it's it's evil. I hate that. I hate that feeling so much. Um, but yeah, that doesn't sound like I'll stick to my two Scottish tea bags. I think. Yeah, that sounds wise. Yeah, I, was, I think I started bringing it up uh, for the sake of promoting it and then talked myself out of it as I was getting through it. It really, uh, yeah, it, it, it really shook me up. It's nice though, I'd, I'd have another one. I've yeah. got I've, I've got a whole box full. Oh, I mean, Love it, that's uh, great. You can have one of those before a night out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's just like, oh, do you want a line? No, thank you. No, that's not for me. However, I will have a tea. Really, really get the juices. Nice. Uh, so, have you got anything else planned for for the remainder of your lockdown? Like, what, what you got any other work on? What have I got on? Um, like I said, I think I probably I'm going to be doing this Sonic Youth gig. Um, that is the 15 minutes um, thing. Yeah. So, if you want to find out why I ended up doing that, um, I'm, I think that's next Thursday. Um, and if I'm not on it, that means I decided <laughs> I didn't want to do it. <laughs> uh, what else? I mean, nothing really. There's nothing to plug, is there? Yeah. That's the that's the crazy thing. Other than your um, absolutely nothing. How other about than you? your co- other than your comics? Other than my Instagram. my little comic strips, exactly. Yeah. Heads over head over to my Instagram. That's that's all I'm all I'm churning out. Yeah. So you've got you've got some stuff on iPlayer, have you? From the yeah. YouTube so thing? I think. Bits and bobs. I don't know if it, my um, the TV one of breaking the news. I don't know if that's still up. It might be um, the uh, the latest recording of the radio BBC breaking the news is definitely on um, is still up. So that's on BBC Sounds or wherever people get their podcasts. The Susan Cowman show, the socially distant, is definitely on iPlayer. The I think the stand one and the gilded ones have been taken down. Because they're supposed to be like a live experience, so they just keep those up for when they're happening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think generally speaking, that's that's it. Cool. So that's that plugged you on Twitter. Yeah. Go on. Oh, I am on Twitter <laughs> it's, um, at Amy F Matthews. 
um, uh, you can follow me there and if and yeah make sure it's the right amy matthews because there's an amy matthews that does erotic cartoons genuinely oh uh, she's she does sort of erotic cartoon work so i'm not that one no so if you're going to check out work your cartoons. Ca- yeah yeah so there's ns nsfw cartoons and sfw cartoons yours are the latter exactly yeah. right make sure you go and follow the correct exactly, yeah. one amy, amy f, f. Matthews. <laughs> yeah are you are you amy <laughs> yeah. f matthews on everything i think so um uh, my facebook comedy page is just amy matthews comedy but everything else is yeah amy f matthews cool good right well i mean i can't think of anything else that we need to we need to discuss i've had a, no. I've, I've had a lovely chat oh i'll tell you what we do need to do Me is too. We need to get a picture, and I'm going to take a snapshot from this. So this is going to right. This this won't stay in the recording. Uh, this is just something that we need to do. I'm going to, I'm going to, oh, I mean, one thing that we haven't discussed. How was your tea? Oh, it was lovely. I really enjoyed it. I feel very calm. Good and ditto. Uh, <laughs> that's everything about my tea. Uh, no, the the ingredients of this. We've got eighty percent apple pieces, twelve uh, percent chamomile Ooh. flowers, and eight percent lavender flowers and it was delicious wow and mine was 80% oat flowering tops an an undetermined amount of licorice root chamomile flower lavender flower lime flower and valerian root oh like valerian still like from game of thrones must be must be <laughs> good grief That's crazy. that is uh, f- there's fictional ingredients in your tea <laughs> Wonderful, it's magical. It's absolutely insane. <laughs> all right, cool, good. No, that is, that's always something that we, yeah. I actually, I emailed Pucker a little while ago and asked them to send me some tea and they haven't replied, so. Uh, well, maybe they will after this. Yeah, I'll tag them in some stuff, say, look, my guests are having it. I- I'm not, what's going on? Sort it out. Um, <laughs> and then they'll apologise. They'll send me loads and loads of money and then I'll be, I'll be laughing. Yes, they will. Yeah, right, cool. No, so let's, let's get this picture quickly. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So that that will go on Instagram and all sorts. Yeah. No. This this will come Perfect. up sort of reasonably soon. But obviously, there's nothing particularly to plug. So just go and search for those those bits on iPlayer and BBC Sounds or whatever your your general yeah. podcast locations. I'll also, if you can send me a list of those, I'll put them in the description as well, along sure with thing. links to your socials. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, just I mean, thank, thanks very much for for being my first virtual guest. It's been, it's been really good. Oh, not at all. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. It's been lovely. It's been, it's been great. And I hope you and your fiancé and your tea bags are having a lovely life. Oh, thank you very much. And and the same to you and your partner and your your tea bags, which are <laughs> diminishing far too quickly because you're having two at a time. They are. They yeah. really are. <laughs> cool. Well, thanks a bunch. And have a lovely rest of your day. Yes, you too. And listeners, thanks for listening. Thanks thanks very much. Uh, thanks for listening. I, I love you listeners. Uh, see you later. Goodbye. And now you say goodbye <laughs> to the... No, you. Goodbye. Yeah. Cool. And that's the podcast done. So that was Amy Matthews. If you want to check her out, she's on everything as at Amy F. Matthews on Amy Matthews Comedy on Facebook. And as she mentioned, make sure it's the correct Amy Matthews if you find her on Twitter because there is an erotic artist of the same name. So yeah, she's on Amy F. Matthews on everything. And since 
She's posted that. She's also released her website, which you can find at amymatthewscomedy.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe to sort of all the all the social posts for the podcast and review us on iTunes and the like. Uh, subscribe to wherever you get us from and tell your friends because, hey, this is a, this is a weird time to be alive and I could really benefit from having some more listeners to let me know that uh, I am validated in what I'm doing because I'm having a good time. Uh, well, I mean, that's all that matters really, isn't it? But just nevertheless, I, I, I'd appreciate your support. So yeah, like, subscribe, uh, tell your friends, share some stuff, talk about it, post it on your stories. I always repost stuff that you post on your stories. If you tag both at T Party Pod, that is the letter T Party Pod, and at Cy Deves, uh, then I will, uh, I will always repost those. I really have, as I uh, suggested in the intro, got some very exciting acts booked in. I've got the lead singer from one of my favourite bands has agreed to come on, and I'm very excited for that. So that'll be happening soon. I've just got to send him some tea. Just earlier today, recorded with Damo Clark, so that'll come out next week or in a few days or whenever I get a chance to do it. Yeah, there's some other great people lined up, ready to record, so as soon as that happens, they'll be with you. Yeah, it's good time. It's a good time to be listening to the podcast. You're welcome. I hope you're all well. I'll see you all soon. Thanks for listening. Bye.